You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Belinda Mulder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Good morning, family, and a very happy Mother's Day to every single mommy out there this morning. Yes, we want to say happy Mother's Day to every mommy out there. You are doing a great job. I want to say thank you to my wife and happy Mother's Day to you. You're a wonderful (laughs) mother for my children and a great support to me. I think by now you've figured out that I'm not ministering, but my wife is ministering. So before we do that, are you ready for the declaration? One, two, three. I'm I'm a son son of God God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved, I'm healed, I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. Before we start this morning, let's just take time to pray. Let's close our eyes. Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, Lord, and we thank you for every mother, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you handpicked every single mother for every single child on this planet, Father. You took your time to put families together, Lord. And this morning, we just want to value every single mother. And thank you for the gift of motherhood that you've given us, Lord. Holy Spirit, we ask you to invade every home, every situation, Father, and become our peace today. Even in this time, Father, where we can't be together as as family units, Holy Spirit, we know with you there's no distance, Father. And this morning, we just come and we say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Even on this Mother's Day, we honor you, Holy Spirit, because with you, we can guide our families. With you, we can lead our families. And with you, we can be the mothers that you have called us to be, Father, godly mothers after your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. This morning on Mother's Day, we want to value mothers. We want to value mothers from across this planet, across this earth. It doesn't matter if you are a mother in a typical situation or a mother in a special situation where you are raising your children on your own. We want to come this morning and say thank you. Thank you for being a mother. You know every single person on this planet has a mother. And this morning is a special day where we say thank you for these special people in our lives. You know, I have an exceptional mother. She has raised me to be strong. She's raised me to be kind. And she's raised me to love God above all and trust God in any situation. A mother is different things in different seasons. In one season, a mother is cooking. And in another season, she's cleaning. And sometimes those seasons just overlap and she's cooking and cleaning at the same time. And there's sometimes when a mother has to diffuse a situation between two siblings where the next world war is going to break out. And in between, she's wiping off her nose. And then in between all of that, her husband walks in and it's time to give him some attention. But we thank God because in these seasons, God is our strength. And this is why we're taking the time this morning to value you. Thank you for taking the time to get that math sum right, to get that algebra right, and maybe a little bit of life science or whatever you have to do. We, we, we understand that this is a very different season as a mom, but we just want to take the time to say thank you. Thank you for what you are doing for your children. In the Bible, there were different mothers. There were some really good mothers and there were some really not so good mothers. Amen. But this morning, we're going to focus on a godly mother and what are the aspects and the characteristics found in a godly mother. Today, we are going to look at Mary, the mother of Jesus. And what can we learn from her life and her way in raising the the Messiah that we can apply to our lives today to be a better mother? The question we ask in learning from her life is, what is a godly mother? 
What is it that Mary did that made her so exceptional? We're going to look at Luke 1 verse 26 to 28. Now I'm using the Passion Translation. Can we turn to that in our Bibles this morning? And we're going to start at the very beginning where the angel comes to Mary and says, Mary, it's time. God has a plan for your life and, and see what her reaction is to this. Amen. So I'm reading from Luke 1 verse 26 to 28. It says, during the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent with God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary, living in Nazareth, a village in Galilee. She was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true descendant of the King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, grace to you, young woman, for the Lord is with you, and so you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this may mean for her. But the angel reassured her, saying, do not yield to your fear. This morning, mommies, God is saying to you, do not yield to your fear. Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on his ancestor David's throne. He will reign as king of Israel forever and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, how could this happen? I'm still a virgin. Gabriel answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you and the almighty God will spread his shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy. He will be called the son of God. What's more, your aged aunt Elizabeth, who has also become pregnant with a son, the barren one is now in her sixth month. This morning, church, if you are out there and you are trusting the Lord for a baby, God's word does not change. The barren one will have a baby. Amen. We are to trust the Lord for our children and we are to stand for many years. And today I have two beautiful children that are grown up and studying. And I can tell you that no report that says you are barren is too big for God. Amen. Not one promise from God is empty of power and for nothing is impossible with God. Then Mary responded saying, this is amazing. I will be a mother for the Lord. As his servant, I accept whatever he has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. This morning, mommy, this is the very first thing that a godly mother has. She says, I accept your promise for me, Lord, and I choose to obey it. You know, God doesn't expect us to be perfect mommies because we cannot be perfect, but God expects us to be righteous mommies. Just like Mary, a godly mother. Today, every single woman on this earth is called to bring Jesus into this world. You can bring Jesus into your world every single day. In whatever you are doing, you can bring Jesus into this world. The same way that Mary was commissioned with the Son of God, we have the Son of God on the inside of us, and we can bring Him into every situation in our homes today. A godly mother creates the atmosphere in her home. You can bring an atmosphere of love and acceptance, or you can bring a tense atmosphere where people are walking on eggs around you. Isn't that true, mothers? And sometimes when we are tired, it takes all the fruit of the Spirit to put a smile on our face and just take every single challenge one step at a time. So after Mary had got this promise from the Lord and accepted it, you know, she was afraid at a stage. She said, I, I, what does this mean to me? You know, sometimes God's promises for us are like that. We, we say, God, what does this promise mean to me? But in the next sentence, we say, Father, 
I accept what you have for me. It's that acceptance and obedience to the word. That's my first point this morning. That makes you a godly woman. Soon afterwards, later on in the book of Luke, we see Mary arriving at Elizabeth's home. She's pregnant with the Messiah and Elizabeth. Remember, Elizabeth was called the barren one. She's pregnant not just with a baby. She's pregnant with a baby who will be a forerunner of Jesus Christ. And as we, we start reading now, it's the scenario of, of Mary walking into Elizabeth's home and then meeting for the very first time. And what, what happens in the next section? Let's turn in our Bibles to Luke 1 verse 39 to 45. Afterward, Mary arose and hurried off to the hill country of Judea to the village where Zechariah and Elizabeth lived. Arriving at their home, Mary entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the moment she heard Mary's voice, the baby within Elizabeth's womb jumped and kicked. And suddenly Elizabeth was filled to overflowing with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice she prophesied with power, Mary, you are a woman given the highest favor and privilege above all others. For your child is destined to bring God Great delight. How did I deserve such a remarkable honor to have the mother of the Lord come and visit me? The moment you came into the door and greeted me, my baby danced inside me with ecstatic joy. Great favor is upon you, for you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. That is for us this morning as well, mommies. Great favor is upon you if you believe the word, you trust the word spoken over you. God has not changed his mind about you. His promises are real and they are true. She trusted the Lord that he was going to meet every single need in her life. Today, mommies, we need to trust the Lord, not just for material needs, but for our emotional needs as well. Because a godly mother knows that whether we need something in the natural or we need an emotional need met, our God, the Holy Spirit, is right there to comfort us every single day in any way possible. She knows that God is her sufficiency in her life. Her conduct, her character, and her, and her way is affected by the breath of life that she gets from the words of God. This is the habit of her life because she is accepted and she has purposed in her heart that in you, God, I trust. This morning, mommies, I want to tell you, a godly mother just wakes up every morning saying, God, in you I trust. I trust you with my future. I trust you with my past. I trust you with my family. I trust you with my decisions. And sometimes, mommies, when we make a mistake, as I've said previously, we don't need to be perfect. We just need to be righteous. And righteous means to be in right standing with the Lord Jesus. Because when we're in right standing with the Lord Jesus, the Holy Spirit teaches us how to parent with grace. Amen? And He gives us the strength. Because a godly woman knows that her strength lies in the precious word of the Lord. Let's go back to our story again where Mary and Elizabeth meet up for the first time after God had given Mary the promise of the Messiah and also given her the information that Mary, the barren one, was pregnant. And after she'd met Elizabeth and the baby jumped in Elizabeth's womb as the Holy Spirit was poured out on her, Mary responds with her own song of praise, with her own declaration. And this we see in the, in, further in Luke. She actually sang a song. <laughs> my soul is ecstatic, overflowing with praises to God. My spirit bursts with joy over my life-giving God. For he set his tender gaze upon me. His lowly servant girl, this morning church, our hearts cry for you is every mommy, every grandmother, in every situation this morning, that God will set his tender gaze upon you and give you your heart's desires. 
she carries on singing her song and she says, And from here on everyone will know that I have been favored and blessed. The Mighty One has worked a mighty miracle in me. Holy is His name. Mercy kisses all the godly lovers from one generation to the next. Mighty power flows from Him to scatter all those who walk in pride. Powerful princes He tears from their thrones and He lifts up the lowly to take their place. Those who hunger for Him will always be filled. But the smug and the self-satisfied He will send away empty because He can never forget to show mercy He has helped his chosen servant, Israel, keeping his promise to Abraham and to his descendants forever. It ends with saying, before going home, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three months. This is the next part of being a godly woman, to lift up your voice and declare the promises of God. Mary put her own insecurities and fears away, and she chose the words spoken to her by the Holy Spirit without knowing what the future holds. Today, more than ever, mommies all across the world, we need to choose to to believe the words of God in a future that we don't know. We don't know when our children will go back to school. We don't know what next month will hold or next week will hold. But we do know who holds the future, don't we? Her uncertainty drew her to God and did not take her away from God. Mothers, in our uncertainty, sometimes we just don't know. Our children are not born with a manual that we can print out and know what to do in every situation. Maybe not a physical manual, but we have a spiritual manual, the Bible, that's going to help us every step of the way. In our uncertainty, we can draw close to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, help me. Show me what to do with this child. Show me how to handle the situation. Show me how to parent in grace. Because I want to raise godly children. You see mothers all over the world, the children you are raising are also godly children. And what you do is teaching them what they are going to do one day. They don't do necessarily just what we tell them to do. And we are training them to get to that point, amen. But they do what we do. And if they see that as mothers we place our trust in God, even in uncertain times, guess what? When they are in the uncertain times, that memory will come back and they will say, you know what? The God that my mother served is the God that I will serve. And this God is already in my future. Romans 8 verse 19 says that the universe is waiting for the moment where the sons and the daughters of God are being revealed. What does the scripture mean? It means the universe, God is waiting for the time where mothers, fathers, children all over the world will stand up and know for what they are made and where they are going. And their trust is completely in the make of the universe. Late in the word, we see a godly mother again teaching her child another aspect of serving the Lord. She first takes Jesus to the temple to be dedicated. She's teaching him the value of serving God within a church structure. And many years later, they go into Jerusalem for the Passover, where Jesus is around 12 years old by the time we get to this story. And she's taking him to go offer their sacrifices. The sacrifices they offered was a poor man's sacrifice. So we see here that Mary, even in her times of lack or in her times where she never had a lot, she valued her king, she valued her maker, she valued the principles that she put in her life and in the life of Jesus. They go to the temple and guess what? Jesus goes missing. Can you imagine? For two, three days, Mary is looking for Jesus. I think that's one of the biggest fears of any mother where your child is missing and you don't know where they are and in those days there wasn't a cell phone to phone a friend or a facebook post to to let everyone know that you're looking for your baby jesus was missing 
And Mary and Joseph showed another part of being a godly mother there. She showed that persistence is a characteristic of a godly mother. Because in day one, she never gave up. And in day two, she never gave up. She continued looking for Jesus until she found him in the temple. And when she found him in the temple, the Bible actually says in one translation, she says to him, I was afraid. Mothers, sometimes we get to a moment where we are afraid. Where we say, Father, I'm afraid. I don't know what is next. I don't know what the answer is to what my child is facing. But you know what? A godly mother in those times of fear goes to God and says, God, give me the wisdom to know what to do with this child in the next step of its life. You know, to raise a child, we trusted the Lord for children. And when we got them, we thought, this was it. We have our baby. And then I realized, oh my gosh, now we have to raise this baby. And then the second baby came within a year and two weeks and we had two babies. And um, it, was a, it was a time where it was a realization of when we get our promises, we need God more than even in the time that we were trusting God for our promises. Because once we get our promises, once we get our reward, once we get our breakthrough, we need to know that God is there to help us with all the other parts of a child growing up. You know, trusting the Lord for a baby is just to become pregnant. But then after that, you realize it's for everything to develop properly, for, for the baby to grow up. And, and most importantly, is for that child to grow up to serve the Lord one day. Better than what you've served the Lord and better than what your mother served the Lord. So from the beginning, I said a godly mother loved and accepted the promises of the Lord. A godly mother declared her trust in the Lord and, and, her, and her persistence is what we see next. A godly mother is persistent. We never ever give up on our children. We always believe the best. We always put 10 out of 10 on everyone's head because that is what God has put on our heads, church. That is a godly mother. The final point I'm going to use of being a godly mother from Mary's life is when Jesus is released into ministry and it's the time where he has to die on the cross for the redemption of all our sins. Can you imagine what this mother must have gone through? Because by this time, Jesus was not just anymore her baby. Jesus was her Messiah. So she was not even just there for her, for her child. She was there in love with her Messiah. And here we find Jesus being crucified and tortured and put on a cross. And we see Mary at the foot of the cross. That's another aspect of a godly mother. A godly mother never runs away from a hard situation. And we see again the value of mothers when Jesus turns in his agonizing last breaths to his disciple John. And he says, John, will you look after my mother? Even in his last dying breaths, when he had a few moments left maybe before he died, he wanted to make sure that his mother was looked after. Isn't that something so beautiful? God values, Jesus valued his mother so much that even in that last moment, seeing his mother at the foot of the cross, he turned and he made sure that somebody was going to look after her. This tells us that a mother was important to Jesus. Jesus didn't just leave her there. And can you imagine the love that she had to give to be able to sit at that foot of the cross and choose not to turn her face away or to walk away? Mothers, I want to encourage you. Sometimes when our children go through hard times, don't give up on them. Always believe the best in them because there's always a better tomorrow. In conclusion, Mary was a godly mother chosen by God to raise Jesus and preparing for the time of his ministry. 
Today, you are chosen by God to raise your children to be the people they need to be to fulfill the destiny that God has given each one of them. Mary, a godly mother, accepted and obeyed the word of the Lord. Today, as a godly mother, we need to accept and obey the word of the Lord and install that acceptance and obedience to the word of the Lord in our children. Mary, a godly mother, trusted and believed that the Lord would fulfill his promise he had given her. Mary, a godly mother, found her strength in lifting up the name of Jesus, even in a world that was uncertain. Today, church, every mother, every godly mother should lift up their voices in uncertain times and declare that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. The Lord is good in a lockdown and the Lord is good in a lockup. Amen. The Lord is good when our children go to school and the Lord is good in the times where we have to trust the Lord to do the next maths fraction. Amen. The Lord is good all the time. As a godly mother, Mary demonstrated the heart of God by never giving up, by persisting and, and being there for Jesus, even in the hard times. Mary, a godly mother, demonstrated godly habits and taught her children godly habits in loving the church, the temple in those days. Today, as godly parents, as a godly mother, let's install a love in the heart of our children for the church, a place where they can meet with God and take time to pause and say thank you for what he has done in the week that's passed. Mary, a godly mother, persisted when Jesus was missing in the temple. Today, as a godly mother, never ever give up on your children. Never ever give up on their dreams. Never ever see them as anything except 10 out of 10, because that is exactly how God sees them, and that's exactly how God sees you as a mother. Mary, a godly mother, served, loved, and supported Jesus till the very end. Even in his darkest hour, Mary was right there at the foot of the cross, just to even be there when Jesus was dying for the salvation of the world. Today, we need to be there for our children. We need to teach our children to love in a world of hate. We need to teach our children to forgive when unforgiveness is so easy. We need to teach our children to choose life, even as Mary chose to be with Jesus and Jesus chose to even think of Mary in his very last moment. We need to teach our children to choose life every single day. There's something powerful about a godly mother. A godly mother is exactly that, someone who chooses God first. Today, we want to send you a virtual flower. Happy Mother's Day to all the godly mothers out there. Know that you are loved, that you are valuable, that you are precious to God firstly and also to us. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for every mother this morning. Thank you for every household this morning, Lord, and I thank you that even today we can just lift them up specially to you, Father, and thank you for their, their part in the family. Thank you, Lord, that they are comforters to the children, Father, that they are helpers, Lord, that they are those that are there in good times, Father, and in, and in harder times, Lord, and this morning we just thank you for every mother. Holy Spirit, we ask you to place your peace in their hearts today. And let them know without a shadow of a doubt that they are loved and that they are precious to you, Father. Thank you, Lord, that right now we can just speak your peace into every situation, into every scenario, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that, that you have our future in your hands, Father. That you are the God of the impossible and that you are right there to support us every step of the way, Father. Thank you that we can trust you, Lord. We can trust you with our future. We can trust you with our children. We can trust you with our families and with our spouses, Father. And we can know that you are always, 
always there. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us this morning, family. Thank you for taking the time and, and, and spending these special moments with us. And don't forget, this afternoon at 5 o'clock, we have our second service that's going to be broadcast. Get together as a family. I know my husband has something super special to tell you tonight. And I know I can't wait to hear what God's heart is for us tonight. We love you and we miss you tremendously. But we know this is just a season and all seasons have a beginning, a middle and an end. Amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ. Loving God. Loving people.